This is the Fat Boys Fantasy Podcast Show, hosted by Bo Finley and Brant Walker. Welcome back to another episode of the Fat Boys Fantasy Podcast. Uh, today we're going to uh, it's going to be a little special episode. Uh, we're going to do a whole bunch of health inspecting. We're going to inspect some of these rosters. Uh, the first one we did last week uh, turned out to be a hit. Uh, we got a couple more that wanted to get inspected. So, so we're going to dedicate this into breaking down some rosters, talking about some players. First, we got some big news that oh, came out today. Oh boy, do we have? Can we finally put a debate to the Cam Akers Gibson for this year? Debate? Yeah. For this year, yeah. It's Gibson's going to be better than Akers this year. We, well, maybe. There's still some time left for him to hurt. Yeah, it's too. true. It's true. If he makes it to training camp, he's done better. Uh, but, yeah, Akers uh, injured his Achilles. Uh, sounds like he will be done for the year. Um, that's unfortunate for you guys that have drafted early or dynasty league owners, people that maybe traded for him in the offseason, thought you got a heck of a deal out of it. Um so, Make sure you're going out there and grabbing either Daryl Henderson or or uh, Jake Funk, the rookie there from Xander Jones, Xavier Jones, Xavier. Yeah, there's there's plenty of guys. Uh, obviously, the 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 odds on favorite to win that job and have it now would be Daryl Henderson, um, part of that three headed monster there last year uh, with Malcolm Brown being gone. Uh, Daryl Henderson definitely has some standalone value at this point. <laughs> he does now. Um, but yeah, definitely. Uh, if you're in a league that's either drafted and you either have camp makers, you better be scrambling trying to get it before somebody else in your league hears about it. Or uh, if you if you miss out on Daryl Henderson, go grab Jake Funk or Xavier Woods and see if you can, uh, you know, possibly have something in one of those two guys. You know, the other big news that come out is uh, it's coming to the surface that uh, everybody's talking about how we might be getting some clarity here shortly on the uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers saga. I think it's actually kind of getting murkier the water. Um, it, it's rumored that, you know, originally everybody was saying in the offseason, you know, he wanted a longer term contract, more money, more this, that, or that. Now it's kind of the opposite. It, it, reports are coming out today that he, he turned down a two year contract extension. Uh, and the only reason that he would do that is if he wants himself to be able to be traded. Um, so I definitely look for Aaron Rodgers to be moved, if not this year, next year for sure. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, you got to temper expectations there in Green Bay until you actually know what's. What's going on? Um, I mean, with the news of Rodgers, I think you got to – if he's gone, I think you bring Adams, has to come back a little bit. Jones Jones probably might stay steady because they'll lean on the running game a little more. Robert Tanyan, I think, would take a boost because young young quarterbacks love their tight ends. So would Aaron Jones potentially. Though. Yeah. You know, uh, my, the big the big thing with me there in the, in the Aaron, jo- or Aaron Rodgers saga is if you're in a dynasty league, this doesn't apply to anything else. Dynasty only. If you're in a dynasty and you either own either A, Devontae Adams, or B, Aaron Jones, and Rodgers stays this year, I would probably try to sell him if you're not contending. I would try to sell those guys, get rid of them while the value sign, and let somebody else assume that risk. Because like Brant just said, if, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back next year or ends up being traded or retires or you know the, the laundry, long laundry list of things that he can do, if he finds himself out of Green Bay – Adams and Jones take a hit, move on them while they still have lots of value and potentially try to get a, a big return for them before that value plummets and you get a lot less and you just have to sell them and sell them. So what do you do if you got Rodgers? I just acquired him in a trade. Um, it was a lot bigger of a trade than I thought I was going to have. What do you do if you got Rodgers? You just sit back and wait and see where he ends up? Yeah, I mean, I think with Rodgers, um, his value goes up in my mind. Uh, anytime you see a quarterback get traded, you get you see people get excited about it. Like, 
he's already what he is there in Green Bay. He's he slept on even as an MVP. Um, and if he goes someplace like Denver or Las Vegas or, or you know, Seattle, if they get rid of Russell, um, something like that. Sorry, that was a pot shot at you. But if he, if he goes someplace to one of these teams that have some weapons and stuff, you know, you may get somebody who owns a Jerry Judy and get them excited about Perrin Judy and, and Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, somebody who's not me that has Cortland Sutton may want to pair Rodgers and Cortland Sutton or Rodgers and Noah Fan or Waller. You know, there, there's a there's a big possibility. I think you you get more value out of tra- trading Aaron Rodgers after he's been moved to a different team um, because it will be that fresh new look and people will go, well, yeah, he was great in Green Bay, but he's going to be even better in so-and-so because X, Y, and Z – and you sell on that hype. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm holding Aaron Rodgers to see what happens for sure. Okay. He's the one I would wait to trade afterwards. Now, again, the flip side of this coin is he ends up someplace like Denver or Vegas, and you own one of the weapons in those places. Your your value on those guys jumps Im- immensely. Um, so that's definitely worth noting, too. It's just, as a whole, keep your eye on that whole Aaron Rodgers situation. It should be fun to, as, it, as it plays out to watch how that goes. Another one to watch is, is Deshaun Watson. We still really don't have any clarity on what's going to happen with him. But if he ends up not getting suspended or only six-game suspension, Houston wants to move on and recoup some value from him, you could uh, you could really see him go to a team and, and instantly up, uptick all their players' value as well. So it's definitely worth noting and keeping your eye on that as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, Watson's already made it clear that he does not want to play in Houston, so the odds of him playing a single down there are probably slim to none, but his trade value is, is gone. Yeah, essentially. So, I mean, I don't know. Watson, we'll keep you up to date as we get everything. Um, let's get into this health inspection. Absolutely. Uh, I'm ready. Time to see if we get some passing or failing grades on some uh, some rosters here. The first one we have that we're going to discuss is uh, – if you guys remembered and listened to us last week, we broke down Chad's roster in uh, his uh, 12-man PPR league. Yeah, dynasty um, startup. Dynasty yeah. startup. Um, his fiance actually messaged after the, the episode came out, said she really enjoyed the segment and wanted her team to break be broke down. They're super competitive with one another. So uh, what better way to start off the health inspector this week than by talking about Lauren's team. Uh, Lauren's starting lineup looks sim- like this, and, and, a, and it is a super flex, by the way. Herbert, uh, Cam Akers, that one's going to be a small knock on you here. Uh, Chase Edmonds at the other running back spot. Then you got Adam Thielen, T. Higgins at your wide receivers. Then you got Mark Andrews at a flex spot. Jarvis Landry, Darren Waller at flex spots. Miles Gaskin at a flex spot. And Jalen Hurts at the uh, super flex spot. So you've got a pretty good starting lineup there. Definitely do. Um, you got to do – I mean, let's we'll get down to the rest of the roster – um, before we really break it down, um, obviously you're going to have to find the replacement for Acres, and this is a pretty deep league, so that's going to be a tough one. I'm going to go out on a limb and say she's got the replacement, but we'll get into that in just a minute. Um, on the bench, she's got Garner Minshew. Um, I'm probably dropping Garner if I'm, I'm if I'm you at this point, Lauren, unless unless he ends up beating out Trevor Lawrence because Urban Meyer won't name him the starter for whatever reason. <laughs> um, then she's got Leonard Fournette, Carryon Johnson, Devin Singletary, Cole Beasley. Brandon Cooks, Rashad Perryman, David Moore, James Washington, Emmanuel Sanders, Hunter Renfro, Miles Boykin, uh, Tyler Johnson, Eric Ebron, Jimmy Graham, and then on her taxi, she's got Kenneth Gainwell, David Mills, Tommy Trimble, and Des Fitzpatrick. So really as a whole, now granted, the the one thing that really sticks out to me is if something happens to either uh, Herbert or 
Jalen Hurts, there's no backup quarterback on this roster. No. So that's definitely something you need to address, Lauren. Um, but for me, with Cam Akers, the news being broken down and he's he's out, broken down, is uh, <laughs> Leonard Fournette's the answer to me. I love Leonard Fournette coming into this year. Another year under his belt, much better pass catching back uh, than uh, Ronald Jones. Um, has had some great seasons in fantasy. And I'm going to be honest, I'm I'm – I'm on, I'm on an island my own here most of the time, but I like Devin Singletary in Buffalo more than I do Zach Moss. Okay. Um, I think with Fournette and Gaskin, you definitely have the replacement for Akers there. And the other name right there that really draws my attention is Kenneth Gainwell. Um, Sanders has had issues with injuries there in Philly. Uh, Gainwell was one of the best pass-catching backs to come out in this this draft. So it shouldn't take him long to get over that third – or to get, get that third down roll – so I really think that that Gainwell right there could be a possible flex start for you too. So that, that will definitely help you out. Um, you really don't have an RB1 per se, but I think you have enough shots to keep you in there. Absolutely. Um, your quarterbacks, like you said, Herbert Hurts, great start. Love it as long as they're both healthy. Tight ends are the strong point here. Mark Andrews and Darren Waller, that's exception. Absolutely, and it, and it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be completely – wrong to try to trade one of them to upgrade your running back or even get another or another quarterback and a running back for it certainly could because uh, both of those guys should have decent years this year um especially like i said if rogers winds up in, if you're in trading Vegas, if you're trading one of those two which one are you move i'm moving andrews yeah without question I, that, you still don't know what's going on with that yeah, pass offense question. he's been the possession guy for lamar jackson but they added so many weapons this offseason. I don't know if he's going to be getting as many uh, targets as normal. And realistically, if you were to move one of those two, you still have Eric Ebron on the back burner in case something happens. He should still be the starter with Pat Freemuth there in Pittsburgh this year. Trimble's there too, and you know I'm high on you him. You are this very year. high on Trimble. You are. And, and uh, Carolina's waiting for somebody to break through on that tight end spot. So that could definitely be a possibility. Now, one thing I will say, Lauren, is, is looking at your roster in comparison to Chad's that we broke down last week. You guys could really help each other out here. I don't know how how your league uh, would view uh, you two trading necessarily, but you you were strong where Chad was not. Chad is at a pretty decent running back room um, and was kind of weak on the wide receivers. You're pretty strong on wide receivers and could use a, a shot in the arm and uh, your running backs. So you and Chad could get together, make a little fiance swap here, and uh, try to upgrade your running backs while helping him and his wide receiver core as well. Yeah. And also, I mean, I, I don't remember Chad's uh, tight end last week. I'd have to go back. Goddard and, look. and um, Goddard was the one that was really the attention drawer to me. So he had he Goddard. had two starting also, though I believe. I'd have to go back and take a peek real fast. Well, I will go back and do that, Walker, while you take the people. He had Noah Fan. Yes, Noah Fan. Okay. So I mean, you both have decent tight ends. So moving a tight end with him wouldn't work. But yeah, I mean, you have Thielen, Higgins, Landry, Beasley, if he's still there. Perryman, who should be, as long as he stays healthy, should have a pretty good year. Manuel Sanders always seems to draw targets. Um, I, I think you have plenty of ammo to uh, assess the situation and try to upgrade. Um, this is a dynasty, so I, it can't hurt to possibly move Acres too to see if you can help acquire um, another running back um, or even, you know, keep Acres on the back burner. I'm going to be completely honest. Lauren, I think your team's good enough uh, that you'll be fine even if you don't address that running back issue. But what scares me is your quarterbacks. We don't know about Jalen Hurts still. Um, that front office in Philadelphia was split on whether to keep Wentz or Hurts. 
Uh, and I imagine he's going to be on a short leash. So I would look to acquire a young, young quarterback, whether it's like a Kyle Trask or a Kellen Mond, somebody that you could get relatively cheap and throw on your taxi and hope that maybe they take over in a couple of years. I like but, the I like the Mills being there though. That, that Mills makes, helps, especially if if uh, Watson does move on. So that means it'll be Tyrod Taylor and Mills there, and we all know. Well, we know Taylor, Tyrod Taylor is going to be the starter unless he gets an injection in his lungs. Right, correct. <laughs> but yes, as a whole, uh, I'm giving this this roster a passing grade. And uh, Chad, close your ears if you're listening, buddy. But I think your uh, fiance might have a sm- slightly better team than you. I'm going to go a C plus on this roster. C plus. C plus if, it, if Cam Akers, the news hadn't come out about Cam Akers. Now, granted, Lauren, when you sent me this this uh, this roster to grade, uh, Cam Akers hadn't got hurt. So I would have given you a B- minus at the time. But you got a very strong roster here. I think you're going to finish in the money a couple times over in your dynasty as, as the course of the career goes over. Yeah, you you got the youth there. You'll get Akers back next year in your, in your dynasty. So I definitely – I'm going to give it right there about a B. I think you did a really good job, um, really balanced. Um, had you – just add another quarterback, and I, and I really think that you you probably could have shot that grade a little bit higher. Um, David Moore and, and James Washington, I think, are kind of wash-away picks. Other than that, I'll go ahead and give you a B with it being a super flex dynasty. So, Brant, you're a little higher on the roster than I am. You got to remember I'm a little bit higher on Hertz this year, too. You are. You are I'm not high on, on him, but I am a little bit higher. Well, one of us spent $126 on a $500 budget on Jalen Hurt or uh, Justin Herbert in, in an auction draft, which we're not real proud of, but – Let's make sure they know that was you, yeah, not was me. me. Yeah, that was that, that was me. I uh, may or may not have made a mistake. Anyway, I spent less on that on Josh Allen. Just throwing that out there. Who's who, <laughs> who we got next here, Walker? Lauren, I appreciate your feedback. Hope you like our uh, r- ranking of your roster there. Uh, we got uh, Stephen. Um, I don't want to butcher your last name. Borg. Borg. Yeah, I think we're gonna say Borg. I hope we're right. Uh, he's in a ten-team superflex dynasty startup, also. Um, I'm just going to run through each position and who he's got. Okay. Uh, at the quarterback, he's got Josh Allen, Justin Fields, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jameis Winston, Kyle Trask. Um, his running backs are Nick Chubb, Miles Sanders, Mike Davis, Zach Moss, Joshua Kelly, and uh, Jamal Williams. Or no, Javonta Williams. I'm sorry, I wrote the wrong team. Javonta Williams down there in Denver. No, I did write the right team. I just can't read. Uh, his wide receivers are uh, Stephon Diggs, Jamar Chase, Kenny Galladay, Mike Williams, Jameson Crowder, Traquan Smith, Russell Gage, Manuel Sanders, Galloway there in New Orleans. Marquez Galloway. Marquez and Anthony Schwartz there in Cleveland. His tight end is um, Irv Smith. Irv Smith Jr. there in Minnesota. All in all, it's a pretty good roster. I like it. I like the setup. You got your Josh Allen's fields. When fields takes over after week one, um, you'll have plenty. You'll have many, many starts out of those two in the, in the Superflex League. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, Winston. As long as Winston's named the starter, you're perfectly fine week one because um, Fields shouldn't be starting week one. Um, well, he should, but the Bears have come out and said he won't be. Um, but with Garoppolo and Winston, you got you got you got the ammo to put there. Nick Chubb and and Mike Davis would be your one two in my book. Yeah, I agree. Um, Miles Sanders, like I said, injury history. They added so much to that backfield. I'm I'm off Miles Sanders at all at all costs, which is funny because I believe, what was it, last year I was all over him getting him in the first or second round. Yeah, somebody had to talk some sense into you. At least one half of the Fat, yeah. Fat Boys Fantasy Podcast is on par there with that one. Javante Williams in, in Denver I absolutely love. He's a steal wherever you're drafting him. Um, I think he's going to be a top 20 back this year. I think he has very high upside this year. 
and and top fifteen for years to come. Your youth, your youth is crazy good. Uh, Diggs and Chase and Galladay, absolutely love your receiving core. And then you're backing that up with Mike Williams, Traquan Smith, Russell Gage, Jamison Crowder, um, and Emmanuel Sanders. I love those guys this year too. Um, I think you have plenty of, of ammo. Um, upgrading your tight end may be something that you would like to look into. I don't know really how well you can. Yeah, I mean, I, I would think that he's got enough. Steve's got enough. Uh, um, Steven's got enough depth at wide receiver that he'd be able to move to upgrade that tight end a little bit. You'd probably have to package Irv Smith and a wide receiver to do so. Uh, but looking at your roster, man, the, the thing that really stands out to me is, is Mike Williams and Russell Gage. I mean, I, I would imagine uh, not seeing how your draft actually played out. I would imagine that you got these two guys on absolute steals. Um, and with Julio being out in, in Atlanta, as we all know, I'm a diehard Falcons fan. Russell Gage could be in a, for a huge workload this year opposite of Calvin Ridley. And uh, Gage was pretty effective in his usage last year. Um, I look for him to have an uptick in that this year and, and possibly be a breakout season. Your running backs are really honestly pretty good. Um, once Javante Williams takes over, like, like Brant said, I'm, I'm a little lower on Miles Sanders than most. Um, you know, we got that new coaching regime regime coming in. Nick Soriano don't really know uh, how, how he's going to approach. Is it going to be a Jalen Hurts show? Is it going to be, you know, ground and pound? What are we looking at here? They do have a pretty good offensive line, um, but they are all older. So I, I wouldn't expect that offensive line to be um, above, above average for much longer. Um, your wide receivers, um, Walker said he really, really liked them. Your starting three, to me, are, are outside of digs are kind of question marks. He had Jamar Chase was a stud in college, but Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins are no slouches either. Um, I look for those three uh, pass catchers to have similar stat line come the end of the season. It could either be really great or really average. And Kenny Galladay, Kenny Galladay is Kenny Galladay. If he's healthy, he's fantastic. Uh, but we really still don't know what we have in Daniel Jones yet at this point. Um, we have an offense there that should be featuring Saquon Barkley, not the pass game. And let's not forget Daniel Jones threw for what nine touchdowns last year. It was it was an abysmal number. Um, so and and that's still with Darius Slayton, Evan Ingram, Saquon Barkley, Kadarius Tony. Um, all these different names are going to be catching passes. And and you know Kenny Galladay should be the focal point of it. But if he isn't, um, you know I, I think it's a good thing that you have. Uh, uh, Russell Gage there to fill in potentially. Uh, I really also like Jamison Crowder, um, another guy that you probably got really, really late. If something happens, again, that's similar situation. Zach Wilson, I don't know who his target's going to be. You know, it's whoever he builds chemistry with. Is it Denzel Mims? Is it Elijah Moore? Is it Corey Davis? We don't know. And if Jamison Crowder gets a role full-time in the slot, he's going to be valuable. Um, Walker, I think I've seen enough of this roster that I'm I'm fairly comfortable go ahead, going ahead and grading it. Steven, as of at this point, you're getting the, the highest health inspector grade for me. I'm going to give you a solid B+. Plus. Um, you know, the only, really the only thing that I think you could improve on is really that tight end. You're Outside of that, um, I, I think for me the reason I'm holding back from giving you an A already is because of Miles Sanders. You know, you had a, a little bit better running, running back two in there. I'm probably grading it as an A. And then you upgrade that, that, that tight end. I, I still think I'm going out on a leap of money. You're, you're contending this year. Uh, there's no getting around that. You're contending unless some kind of crazy injury happens, um, just based on Nick Chubb, Josh Allen, and 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 Stephon Diggs alone. Um, but then you got Justin Fields and Mike Davis should really help you out a lot in that, that with that super flex. So definitely, definitely, I'm I'm right on board with you with the B plus. Also, 
um, the youth you have, I mean, you, you surrounded the, the team with some youth with fields and, and Josh Allen's still young. And then, I mean, Nick Chubb could be on his own next year. Kareem Hunt could be out the door or yeah. Chubb could be out the door. I believe they're both on expiring contracts. Yeah. yeah. So your youth is there. A B plus is a good grade. Um, and in, in my mind, I think you're trying to ship Miles Sanders and Irv Smith to try to upgrade that tight end. Maybe you, maybe you got a Philly fan in there that want, that still believes in Miles Sanders. Yeah. I mean, uh, with having Javante Williams and Mike Davis, that gives you a little bit of luxury. And you really have good enough wide receivers that you don't have to have a running back in your flex if you were to move Miles Sanders. Um, and, you know, again, I've said it on several podcasts, uh, the Fat Boys podcast isn't one that's going to put some information out and not eat our eat our words if we're wrong. If Miles Sanders breaks out this year, we'll eat our words. Absolutely. Uh, but I, I just don't see it in the cards for him. So we're both in agreement with B-plus on, on Stevens. You ready to move on to the next one? Um, yes, gonna, I am. Who are we going to next? We're going to check out uh, Jack Morris here. Uh, he's in a 10-team PPR league, uh, redraft league. Um, once again, I'll just run through the positions real Before quick. you do, the, the opening post that, he, that it, this is, is that he couldn't believe Devontae Adams slipped to pick 18. 18. Jack, Jack if, if, you're, if you're free later and you want to invite me to one of those leagues with a bunch of your buddies, I'd be happy to get in. <laughs> Most definitely, most definitely would love to get into one of those. Um, Adams should never slip to 18. Um, his quarterback, he's got Ryan Tannehill, so he waited on his quarterback. We can see that right off the bat. Um, his running backs, Derrick Henry, Mixon, DeAndre Swift, Mike Davis, and Naeem Hines. Loaded. Loaded. And, and now let's get to the receivers. Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, Juju Smith, OBJ, Debo Samuels and Devonta Smith loaded. Tied in Dallas Goddard, top five in my mind. As long as Ertz leaves, sorry. Kicker got Robbie Gold. Your defense, you got the Pats. Should be much better this year with their your their defense. I'm not turning. worried about the the kicker. I it, make or break. You can stream one. You can keep Robbie. If Gold. Trey Lance takes over. Robbie Gold could have some value. I, I think he's, he still has value with Grapple because Grapple may not be able to find the end zone too Agreed. much. Agreed. So, um. There's not much to say. Great job waiting on your quarterback, getting Ryan Tannehill. Your running backs are completely loaded. Like, you you should have zero problems with that. Um, knock on wood, hopefully you uh, can avoid injury and keep mixing and Henry as your one-two all year. Um, it's, good luck figuring out who to start in your flex between Swift, Davis, OBJ, and Debo. I'm not a juju believer, so I'll just keep that name out of there. Or Devonta Smith if he breaks out, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then your wide receiving core, you got Adams and Godwin. Your your starting lineup just just alone that puts you championship contention in my mind. Um, do you see anywhere he could possibly upgrade? You know, uh, I'm not quite as high on Goddard as you are. I I think Goddard could be comfortably inside a top eight without Ertz. Even with Ertz, I still think he's a top ten, but he's not a hundred percent. But I don't see that as being a big enough weakness that I'm trading any of the rest of this lineup for anything. Yeah, I'm. Listen, Jack, your your team's an A in my book. Uh, this Absolutely. is a restaurant I'm coming back to eat at multiple, multiple, multiple times. Uh, you, you should win a championship here. The you only, should. The only thing I could possibly see you doing is if somebody comes to you and goes, hey, you want Kittle, Waller, or Kelsey, for Goddard, and maybe Swift or Davis, maybe I'd consider that because that gives me a huge upgrade. Oh, now, yeah, you're an A in my book. That's a great draft. Um I, I'm not. I'm not making any trades in this in this this draft, and and the reason again why is, well, you know what? Maybe you could get 
Kittle for pennies on the dollar if you're getting Adams at pick 18. Right. And Jack, kudos to you for that happening and you being able to grab him um, because that's absolutely fantastic. But your running backs alone should carry you into playoffs pretty well. Then you add in the fact that you've got Adams and Godwin and Devonta Smith, who should have a big role by then, and OBJ and Juju. There, there's absolutely zero reason in my book that this roster doesn't contend for a title. I, I don't see how how it doesn't. Um, great, great draft. Uh, now it's all about managing it throughout the year. Jack, if you got any questions on uh, your start sits, don't hesitate to message us. Start, the, start them all. Don't sit any of them. Yeah, well, you can't. Well, <laughs> not not unless it's legal. That's a, but. Um, yeah, if you got any questions on who to start maybe this week, maybe you're having an issue with the flex spot or something, don't hesitate to hit us up on the Fat Boys Fantasy Podcast Facebook page. Um, we're more than happy to answer any other questions. Um, and, Jack, on- if you are if you happen to win a championship, don't forget about the Fat Boys Fantasy Podcast page <laughs> for rating your roster and telling you not to do anything crazy like making any trades. <laughs> right. Make sure we get our cut. <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely A. Like I said, great draft, great draft. All right, so let's hit our uh, last two here for the health inspector. Um, next, we have a 10-team tight end premium, six-point passing TDs, super flex. Woo. Mouthful. That was for uh, Jacob Carter here. This is a deep, deep league. Um, I'm going to run through the positions. Actually, you know what? Let's do something a little different. We're going to hit the QBs. We'll break down the QBs a little bit, and then we'll go to the running backs. This is a pretty deep roster, so let's let's break it down position by position. Then we'll break down the overall team. Uh, once again, super flex. Um, so your quarterbacks, you got Patty Mahomes. Um, Sam his Darnold. mom says his name is Patrick. Oh, I'm sorry. Patrick yeah. Mahomes, Sam Darnold, or is it Sammy? <laughs> Samantha. Samantha Darnold. Uh, Tyler Henneke. Taylor. Taylor Henneke. That's what I said, isn't it? You said Tyler. We'll oh, move on. Move on. What? Stop it. Justin Fields and Trey Lance. Here with the QBs. So, like your QBs, uh, you got your scrambler, your your guy that's probably going to throw 50 touchdowns this year and Patrick Mahomes. Um, so, that's phenomenal for six-point TDs. Uh, you got your you got your other scrambler and, and Fields and Lance. I'm not completely sold on Darnold. I love the fact that he's getting another chance there with the new team. Um, Henneke isn't going to be the starter this year probably. No. So, I mean, I guess good you got youth. Um, Trey Lance and Justin Fields, when they both take over their teams, could be electric. Oh, yeah. Could and be electric. you have Patrick Mahomes there to go with them. So, I, you're going to start the season out starting Patrick Mahomes and Darnold, and I'm okay with that. Darnold should be a 17-game starter in Carolina. You can't hate Darnold too much because he got stuck on the gas with the gas man for a while there in Adam Gase. And uh, we all know what happens when players leave Gase. They, they somehow get better. They, they become who they're supposed to be. Sam Darnold was drafted pretty high out of USC, a lot of hope. And, uh, you know, I think you'll be okay with those two as your starters until either Fields or Lance take over and explode. My, my biggest issue with Darnold was he has turn, he had turnover issues in college. Obviously, that translated to the pros. So uh, that's just my issue with Darnold. I, I, I'm happy he gets a new start. So I, I think you'll be fine with those two until Fields takes over. So definitely, definitely not knocking your quarterback drafts here. Okay, which one are you more excited about this year, Fields or Lance? Because I think we're different on this one. I'm more excited about Fields, just because I think he takes over a lot sooner than Lance does. That's the only reason I think I'm more excited about. You know, him. I, I think Fields probably does take over a lot sooner than Lance. Lance, if Garoppolo plays well, he may not take over at all this year. 
Um, but when Lance does take over, his weapons are 10 times better than what they have there in Chicago. Yes, yes, that's true. I Future-wise, I like Lance over Fields. This year, I like Fields over Lance. So, um, you ready to break down this running back room? Let's do it. All right. Uh, you got Josh Jacobs, Kareem Hunt, Adrian Peterson, Kenyon Drake, Jamal Williams for Detroit, Daryl Henderson for the Rams. Starter, <laughs> Alexander Madison, uh, Xavier Jones, uh, Gerald Dokes. Uh, so you got the youth there um, with with Dokes and 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 Jones. Um, I don't really know how they're going to pan out with their team. Jones could take a huge step this year with Acres being out. Um, well, he's got two RB ones in Josh Jacobs and Daryl Henderson. Let's focus on that first. Henderson is now the RB1 in, in Los Angeles. Okay, for a team. Boy, I thought you were about to say in rankings. I go, there's no, no, no way no, no, you're no. going to go no, no, from no, saying. No, 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 no. Jacobs, he's, and he's got Jacobs handcuffed there and Kenyon Drake, who could still have a high PPR floor. Kareem Hunt may be great if Chubb gets hurt again. I don't I don't want to see that, obviously, but, you know, Hunt's, Hunt does have standalone value, but he doesn't have starting running back value. He's got flex value. You got you got a lot of PPR upside in, in your in your running back uh, depth here. Um, yes. Not not the um, not the greatest running backs, um, but I, you have a lot of depth. You have a lot of PPR uh, standout. Uh, you got Henderson, who's going to be great this year, probably now. Yes, he is. Um, and, and you might even have his handcuff because they may turn around and add Peterson. But you do have Jones, so you might have three for the for the Rams. For the Rams, which. Might not be too bad. Um, Jacobs and Drake, I think, are, are still both PPR startable in a flex spot. Um, you'll be struggling to find a one. I think one of these guys will break out, and you'll have an RB2. Um, running backs running backs are going to bring your grade down just a little bit here. but um, You know, I, I really like Jared Dokes there out of Miami, too. I know we, we've talked about him on the show a little bit, um, but he's an explosive back out of the University of Cincinnati. He slid in the draft a little bit. Um, but my, and Miles Gaskin was great when he was healthy last year, but he couldn't stay healthy. If that happens again, and and Sal that Ahmed doesn't look great, Dokes is going to get an opportunity. He's great hands out of college there, uh, and Dokes could be a guy that if he takes it over, may never look back. I, I, I don't remember. Did you say is this a dynasty? Yeah, I don't remember. If it's a dynasty, I love Jared Dokes in the future. I absolutely love Jared Dokes in the future. Madison's another one that's contingent on injury. Jamal Williams should have some standalone value there in Detroit, although his skill set's very similar to to DeAndre Swift. Kareem Hunt should have standalone value, but not as your RB1. Thankfully, Josh Jacobs, as well as Daryl Henderson, are going to have standalone value for you. Um, They they should be able to help you a lot. If Jared Dokes is able to get some work in Miami, it's just an added benefit. I'm going to assume it's Dynasty since he had both a vet and a rookie draft here, so... I'm going to assume it is a dynasty okay. league. So, yeah, definitely with uh, Dokes there. And and you got Madison in case something happens to uh, Cook. So, yeah, I, I think your running backs will be okay. Um, maybe a little upgrade could be in store. Let's see what else we have here. Let's go ahead and break down this wide receiver room. Uh, Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen, PPR studs, CeeDee Lamb, LaVisca Chenault, and DJ Chark, Curtis Samuel, uh, Traquan Smith, Frank Darby, Sage Surratt, Daz Newsome, Elijah Moore, and Sammy Fajoko. 
Simi Pahoko. Simi. Okay. I, I'm not very good with names. No. No. We we learned that a couple casts ago. Um, it is a dynasty. He's got his. Oh, there you go. Thank you. His picks there. Um. So you're running. You're one. Your wide receivers are amazing. Stacked. Stacked. Yeah. Stacked. I have huge upside for Chenault this year. I love him. Um. Keenan Allen and Stephon Diggs can't go wrong with that as your one-two. Um, those guys alone right there, and Patrick Mahomes as your QB. Yeah, that who, right who there. Who was the one-two? Stephon Diggs and Keenan Allen. Hey, yeah, Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen, and C.D. Lamb. Oh, I was going to get to the flex spot. C.D. Lamb <laughs> could be the one-two here before long. Yeah. So I mean, you you have possibility of three wide receiver ones. Yes. Just right there yes. in those three names. Um, I think with Chark, Chenault, and. Chark and Chenault, you have a great wide receiver two upside there. Um, Curtis Samuel could also sneak into that that conversation too. Frank Darby's another name that might find his way into the starting rotation there in, in Atlanta. And we know they, they used to like to throw the ball. They still have a quarterback that can throw. So, so fun, fun story for everybody at home that doesn't know a whole lot about Frank Darby out of the Air, University of Arkansas is that the year prior to this draft, so the 2020 draft, a lot of people said that had he have come out, Frank Darby would have been drafted higher than Brandon Ayuk because all of his stats in college, his 40 time, his bench press, all of that was better than Brandon Ayuk. So the potential is there for Frank Darby and, and what should be outside of Calvin Ridley, a wide open, wide receiving court. So, but the one I'm really excited about that you haven't hit on yet, Walker, that the possibility is there is Sage Sarant for me. The University of uh, Wake Forest. Yep. Um, had, a, had Jamie Newman for a quarterback there who was, a, who was an above-average quarterback for Wake Forest. And he goes into Detroit, who it has it's, no wide, it's wide, wide open. open. Everybody's ex, everybody's expecting Amon Ross St. Brown to come in and be the guy. I think Sage Sherratt could be very similar to a Keenan Allen-type role with the Detroit Lions. I really, really like Sage Sherratt this year. I haven't necessarily went out to add him, but he's on every one of my watch lists. He's a guy that I think – if uh, he gets a connection early with Jared Goff, you could see 75 to 90 targets for this kid this year. Okay. Okay, definitely. Definitely. I don't think you're going to have a reason to start him with your other three wideouts. And Elijah Moore. And Elijah Moore, yeah. I have him written down here back at the end of it. So, But, yeah, Elijah Moore is another guy that you could possibly see. All he's got to do is beat out uh, Jamison Crowder, and he's, he's right there in the starting slot role, and that speed alone – could break away. Yeah, he's got anything. the draft capital for that to be. Yep. So your wide receivers right there. I mean, you're you're jacked there. You're you're phenomenal. Uh, my guess is you probably went early with your QBs, um, and then drafted a couple wideouts. And now let's get into tight end. Remember, it's a tight end premium, so they get extra points for PPR. Um, I'm not sure if it's a point and a half or if it's two. Um, your tight ends. You have Darren Waller, Evan Ingram, Adam Troutman, and I think it's Joe Harris. For the Los Angeles Rams, um, I don't know a whole lot about Harris. Um, Higby's kind of my guy there, and, and for the Rams, um, Troutman I absolutely love. Um, there's nothing really, really in New Orleans that he has to beat out for the tight ends. Um, Darren Waller, obviously, in, in a tight end premium PPR Superflex league, it, you can't go wrong with Waller. He's going to see the targets. Um, Ingram could be posed for his, his breakout year again. We'll have to wait and see how that, that pans out. So I think you're doing just fine with your tight ends. Um, it's it's worth noting, okay, with Evan Ingram, he's been over 100 targets twice in his career. 
Wow. That's insane. One was last year. Wow. So Daniel Jones obviously likes this cat. Now, granted, he's only catching about 60% of his <laughs> passes. He had 63 receptions but last year. 100 targets at a tight end premium. That's that's and, a very good pick. And one touchdown. He's going to increase his touchdowns this yes. year. Yes. I look for Evan Ingram to have a bounce back year. I'm very excited about Evan Ingram. And, uh, you know, realistically, with Darren Waller, who cares what Evan Ingram does? But if Evan Ingram is able to break out, that's a huge trade chip for you or a potential with a one-and-a-half-point tight end premium flex spot. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Um, and once again, Troutman's right there too. So, I mean, I think your three tight ends you have are perfectly fine. Um, so let's break down this, this roster as a whole. Um, we've said his quarterbacks are, are very good. He's got his future there with Fields and Lance at his QBs. Running back room could probably lo- use a little work. Um, wide receivers. Not, nothing needs to be Nothing needs to be receivers. done. Good luck figuring out who to start. You've got – well, I mean, you got two, three guaranteed, so – I don't think you need to start anybody else. Um, and your tight ends. I'm going with this grade. I'm going to give you a B just because running backs are a very, very hot commodity. Hot commodity, and they're going to be hard to come by. But you have the trade pieces to upgrade your running backs. I believe that you do. So, um, absolutely, I'm going to go ahead and give you a B on this right now. Yeah, I, I think uh, I, I'm fairly similar to, to, to Brant in my grade here. Um, you know, for this year, I'll give you a B plus because Henderson's going to step in really nicely this year. Um, and I still think Josh Jacobs is capable. I mean, listen, he was top eight running back last year. Um, Vegas still got a strong offensive line, even though they completely retooled it. Uh, and Gruden definitely wants to emphasize the run game, obviously. Um, but I, I think I'm going to give you a B plus for this year and a B minus for your team overall. Um, I think, you know, especially with Patrick Mahomes, Sam Darnold, Justin Fields, and Trey Lance. You've got the firepower and your wide receiving room. Wow, to to trade for an upgrade at that running back spot. Um, you know, if this is a dynasty, since you already have the handcuff, it may, it would make a lot of sense for you to try to go out and get acres, um, potentially cheap. Now that somebody's reeling in the news, um, but yeah, I mean this this is another team we're, we're grading some really good rosters today. Um, it, you know, it'd be nice to see what some of these other league the other teams in these leagues look like. But, uh, you know, as far as that goes, I still think I want to say this is a, a contending team, um, just a solid running back away from being right there. Definitely. Um, yeah, I would love to see some of these other rosters, too, from your league. So um, uh, if you guys want to, you know, let, let your league mates know that we're out here grading rosters and, and health inspection, um, definitely have them send them in. Let us know if they're if we've already graded one roster in that league. Um, the next one we got here is well, a – Oh, you know, I think it's also worth noting that you know before we get into our last our last ranking here is that the Fat Boys are we love our food and and we're pretty picky and we haven't closed a single restaurant team down at this point. You know, some of them may be Burger Kings compared to you know a, a real nice steakhouse, but we ain't closed anything down yet. Uh, and and Brant and myself are very uh, tough in our grades most of the time. You guys are doing a really good job in these drafts. Um, and, and a lot of you guys are going to have a chance to take home some hardware and some some cash in these leagues as long as you manage these teams right. Definitely, and and that's the, I mean you you draft you draft great. The management's the next biggest thing. You make sure you focus on and, and make sure you get it right. Um, that that's, especially with this this team right here. I, I don't see how he doesn't compete for the playoffs. Possibly at least a third third or above spot. Um, so our next our next one here is a twelve team PPR. He had the ninth overall pick. 
um, and it's Tim Clark, um, who actually messaged me right before we started and said he's going to have another one for us to to get a, a little health inspection on too that he should be sending out our way tonight. Um, his quarterbacks, he had uh, Patrick Mahomes and Matthew Stafford. Uh, running backs, he got Nick Chubb, Chase Edmonds, and Damian Harris. Uh, his wide receivers, Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, Cooper Cup, and Rashad Bateman. Tight ends, Darren Waller. I feel like this is about the fourth team we've had Darren Waller on. And and Robert Tanyan. His defense is Washington football team, and his kicker is uh, Tucker there in Baltimore. Um, yeah, surface level, we got another playoff contending team right here. Absolutely. Um, excuse me. So, I mean, your quarterback, you got Patrick Mahomes as, as one QB league. Um, so you got your starter for the year. You got a great fill in in Matthew Stafford for if, if something were to happen to Mahomes and also his bye week. Um, I'm going to skip over the running backs for right now. Uh, wide receivers, uh, Amari Cooper, he should have a pretty good year. Great uh, getting Dak back. He should be right up there in, in the wide receiver one, high wide receiver two uh, category. Cooper Cup is always a target monster when he's healthy. Uh, Bateman, I'm high on. And, yes, I know I skipped over DJ Moore's name. I'm extremely high on. The more and more I read about DJ Moore, we were already high. We both were high on DJ Moore. We both liked DJ Moore. We kept DJ Moore in our keeper league last year. And the more and more I read about him and go back in, into his stats and college and everything else, the more and more I love DJ Moore. That it's, this is an amazing pick. This is a steal. I'm, this is this is a steal in almost any draft. I'm not sure where his ADP is off the top of my head, but this guy has wide receiver one upside big time. I mean, I get it. They got they got other weapons in McCaffrey there and Robbie Anderson, but they don't really have a tight end. Um. So, DJ Moore is a steal in almost every draft. I absolutely love him. He's a guy that one week he could blow up and put up the wide receiver, top five wide receiver numbers. But really, his floor is, is middle of the road wide receiver, too. That's where he's going to probably end up. His targets are always there. I, I, don't, I don't see how you can go wrong with this. I, I, love, I love your receiving core room. I'm very high on Bateman also. I absolutely hate his landing spot. But I think he's going to see a lot more targets than um, a lot of people are thinking because um, they needed a possession receiver, and then they think they got that in Richard Bateman. So your wide receiver room, I absolutely love. Um, your tight ends, Darren Waller again, can't go wrong with Waller. He's going to see the targets, especially in a PPR. Robert Tanyan could be a great trade piece, great bye week fill-in, especially if, if Love takes over. Um, I know we saw him break out a little bit with Rodgers. That was just against the Atlanta Falcons. Everybody scores touchdown, touchdown especially tight ends. I believe you guys are rough again, or uh, yeah, pretty pretty yeah. light against yeah. them. Yeah. So, but I mean, Tanya Tanya's not a bad guy to have as as a backup. Um, your defense, absolutely love. I think Washington finishes as a top five defense. Tucker always finishes up there in the points. Um, I think you got a very solid roster here. I'm going to go ahead and grade this before I let you break it down a little bit. I'm going to give him a uh, I'm going to give him a B just because the the running back two. I don't. I don't trust Edmonds and Harris right now, so I'm going to give you a B. Honestly, if you would have, if you were able to secure a better wide receiver too, I think you probably would have moved back running back too. I think I would have moved you up to the B plus A, a minus category here. Absolutely love this roster, though. Congratulations, great drafting. Hope you manage this right. Get yourself up there in, in the playoffs, and then see what you can do there. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, I, I don't want to spend too much time on it because I think you hit a lot of the good points, but. Patrick Mahomes, Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, Darren Waller, your championship caliber roster there. I'm going to give you a – I think I'm going to go a B-plus, and the only reason I'm going B-plus is because I don't necessarily trust Chase Edmonds myself, but I do trust Damian Harris. I think Damian Harris is going to be a high-volume guy. Even if Cam Newton's the starter, 
I look for Damian Harris to have upwards of 190 carries this year. Um, and if he finds the end zone just any at all, and or Mac Jones takes over, I think you've got your running back too there in Damian Harris. Walker, or you know, I, I've been high on on Damian Harris all offseason. I traded to acquire him. Um, and the reports just keep coming out of camp that are, you know, painting him in a positive light. Uh, so I, I'm a little bit higher on your running back room than than Rand is, um, but just because I do have that hopes for for Damian Harris to have a breakout year potentially this year. We all know sometimes Alabama running backs start out a little slow. You know, same uh, same was the case with uh, 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 Derrick Henry. I'm not again not saying Damian Harris. I, I've said this several times. Not second saying, coming is that what you're saying? I'm not saying this is the second coming. This this may be Prince Harris to the King Henry um, potentially, but I I, I do think. Um, you know, in a standard league, especially if, if Mac Jones takes over, Damon Harris is going to be very valuable. Um, definitely lacking in the PPR aspect. That's going to be James White's role there. Um, but you have the PPR back in Chase Edmonds, I believe. Um, you know, I, I think you've got two top 10 or two top 20 wide receivers in Amari Cooper and DJ Moore uh, and Cooper Cup, for that matter. All three of those guys could finish the season as wide receiver ones. Um, you know, Darren Waller is obviously going to be up there in the, in the tight ends. And you do have top five kicker in defense. I, I think there's no reason this roster shouldn't contend for a title. Absolutely not. This is this this roster right here is 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 the way that you should build your roster. If you're not in the first round, if you don't have that first pick where you got CMC carrying your team, or you're in a super flex and you got Patrick Mahomes carrying your team with Josh Allen, this is how you need to build your roster. He he's balanced all the way around. He doesn't really have what I would stand out as a true wide receiver one, but he's got three guys that are very, very capable of doing it. Um, he got that tight end to really put him over the top in the tight end category. This is the way to build a roster. Phenomenal job, Tim. Um, I hope for your best in your in your 12th man. I think you said you were picking from the 10 spot. and or No, you were picking from the 12th spot. You were picking for the turn in, in your 12 one that you're about to send us out tonight. Um, we look. I look forward to seeing that one too. Uh, guys, if we graded your roster, um, let us know how we did. Uh, let us know. Um, have If you're in any other drafts, make sure you send them rosters to us. Let your league mates know. Send those rosters to us. Let us know if it's your league mate. That way we can really compare you guys. Uh, we have these all written down, so we'll definitely be able to compare, you know, your team to the other team, tell you who we think has the edge, tell you what maybe trades you guys could possibly be looking at doing. Um, also, we have um, a few more open spots in our listener league. Uh, definitely get on get on Facebook, like our page, uh, Fat Boys Fantasy Podcast is the page. Um, we're working to extend that out, make it a little more uh, friendly to you guys. We do, like I said, have the listener league. We got two or three more spots. If you miss out on that league, please message us. We will find room for you. Please let us know if you miss out on that league and you you want in, we'll get you in. We got prizes for uh, – I believe we're going to at least have a prize for first, um, possibly the rest of the positions. But we want you guys in. We want to keep hearing from you guys. Keep messaging us. You know, uh, we, not only will we grade rosters, guys, but I think it's important to, to put this out there as well. If you're coming into a draft, you know, and, and you know what position you're drafting from and you're saying – you know, hey, I'm really leaning between these these two, three guys. Can you help me out? Like, which where would you lean on this? You know, we're we're more than more than willing to help you guys set set you up and get you in a spot where you're contending every year. Um, we we want to help. You know, as the season starts getting on, um, you know, Brant and myself have already talked about possibly doing uh, whether it be like a Thursday night or even a Sunday morning. You know, getting together and putting out a start sit. You know, a short episode for questions on that. So we're we're more than willing. We we want to make um, this podcast you know, uh, more geared towards you guys as the listeners. Um, we are going to put out information. We are going to put out things that we believe in as well. Um, 
but we do want to be listener driven. You know, there's a lot of podcasts that are too big. They don't have time to answer your, you know, questions. Uh, and, and we want to be the opposite of that. We want to make sure we're answering more questions than we're missing. Um, you know, we want to help you guys out. We don't want to necessarily just drone on and on and on about, you know, our thoughts and feelings coming into the season. We will drone on and on about our thoughts and feelings, but we also want to fit time in there for you guys to answer questions. Um, we want to be a, a podcast that's, you know, for the people, by the people kind of thing. And uh, we, we, want, we want to make sure we're answering you guys' questions and set, setting your minds at ease, you know, you know, like uh, like I may have done for, for Brant prior to, uh, you know, uh, Cam Akers' injury when I was telling him Daryl Henderson was the better back there and, uh, you know, telling him that Gibson was better. I'm getting a sideways look. No, I don't think Henderson is a better back than Akers, but I did think he had standalone value. Now I know he has standalone value. Um, but the, the, the debate between the two of us, you know, for a prolonged period has been, you know, Akers, Gibson, Akers, Gibson. You know, now, unfortunately, that, that decision's been made for us. Um, but, you know, Walker's starting to see the light on that side a little bit as well. Um, but, you know, again, guys, um, before I turn this back over to Brandon, I want to say, you know, we give you guys bad advice. We're going to own it. We're going to own it. If we give you advice, it means we stand by it. And, if, and it's possible we're leaning that way ourselves in a lot of our matchups. You know, Walker's in, you know, half dozen leagues. I'm in a half dozen leagues. Uh, Jason Urish, who we get on the show from time to time, is in a half dozen leagues. We're going into a big money league with three of us. So if we're putting this information out there, it's stuff we live by. And we're going to go down on that sinking ship, too. So we'll own it if we're wrong. Yeah, definitely, definitely will. Especially especially when we come into the season. If we tell you to start somebody or we recommend you start somebody over somebody, and we're wrong, we'll get on and we'll, we'll definitely admit it. Um, I would like to try to get um, my I'm, – I'm starting to do some projections for the year. I'm going to try to get them all typed up and – and get them out there in the next week or two uh, before drafts really start flying out. Um, camp's starting up soon. Actually, I think we had some rookies report, report today. today. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we definitely we want to be more interactive with you guys. We guys want we want to stay interactive with you guys. We'd rather have an interactive show than us just rambling on with our thoughts. Um, I mean, we definitely would like to get our thoughts in there too. But we we definitely want more interaction with you guys. Don't don't hesitate to message us. Um, we're normally pretty close to our phones, except for when we're at work. Um, we'll get we'll get back to you right away as soon as we possibly can. Um, expect if you're sitting at a draft at night, we're both off at night. If you have a question about, say, you're picking at the, we'll just say the seventh overall, and you're at the fifth, and you got four guys in mind, shoot us a message. Odds are we'll get back to you before your pick is due. Mm -hmm. um, there's most most times we we're pretty close to those phones, um, but yeah, definitely we want like I said we want to stay active. It, get in that listener league, fill that up. We'll get a draft date going for it. Um, and I would like to try to figure out a good way to uh, possibly get us on a live start set before the games kick off when the season does. Maybe we, maybe we need to try to get that going too. figure that out, maybe get on Facebook Live and answer some questions on there too. Um, and as always, stay hungry and stay fat, my friends.